Hello, J Train Podcast listener. I have such a fun episode with an amazing guest today, Jessamay Peluso, and I can't wait for you guys to listen and enjoy it. But before we get started, just a brief trigger warning. Some of the topics that we get into are a little bit more serious than our normal episode. We dip into them a little bit, not for a long time, but I just want to make sure you have been warned uh, properly and as much as I can. It's the first email is really where it gets a little bit more serious, but I just want to let you know before we get started that there's a little bit of a trigger warning for today's episode, especially the first email. And But it's a really fun episode and I, I can't wait for you to enjoy it. J-Train Podcast is J-Train, Jared Free Company, live from Kansas City, Missouri, on the road again. Papa J-Train's on the road again. He's bringing funnies to your town. It's gonna be a fun day again. I fucked that up. I usually do a good On the Road Again song, and that really, I got, I, On the Road Again. He's bringing funnies on the road again. The wizard's out here casting good old spells all day. He's telling the funnies on the road again. I'm coming to your town, people. If, if you're listening right now, this weekend I'm going to be opening for Burt Kreischer. Wow, what a fun time. I'm about to be in a bus that's going to smell like farts for a whole weekend. Um, so you can go to Burt's website, but I'm going to be in Baltimore, Reading, Pennsylvania, and coming back to school, State College, Penn State, the alma mater, I will be there. So that's going to be this weekend, plus I'm coming to Denver. Columbus, New Jersey, Madison, Newark, New Jersey, Madison, Wisconsin, Tampa, Florida, La Jolla, La Jolla, La Jolla, Huntsville, Alabama, Nashville, Tennessee, Dayton, Albany, JaredFree.com for all those tickets. Assemble the group chat. The shows have been great. I'm in Kansas City. Shows are wild and fun, and I'm working out material, and you guys are a part of that, and we got some, I got fun videos, and if you want to like, if you're like, I know people know me from other things, and you know, you need another thing to have people come to the real thing that you like. I love doing stand-up, and I love when you guys come, and I love when you guys come, you go, J-Train, that was Oh, you exceeded all expectation because I know a lot of you, maybe you've never been to a comedy show before, and that's okay. Let me, Papa JT, be your Sherpa into the world of funny. So nothing feels better, but if you want a little preview, I have put on my YouTube page a six and a half minute clip of stand-up. So youtube.com slash Jared Freed. You can get there by going to my website or wherever. Just go to my YouTube page and go watch it. Go enjoy it. And it's about the pandemic. It's about... Um, how I was on a plane once with a Great Dane, which is insane to me. Um, and it's about uh, the, the hotels not having, you know, uh, housekeeping. All things, the, the I am the relatable king, okay? You will relate. I promise you that. So go to my YouTube and go touch it. Ooh, it feels good when you do a touch. Ooh, it feels like I'm walking through a meadow. And there's little, and, and there's high, there's, there's tall grass. And I'm walking through the meadow and the tall grass, and I'm naked, by the way, when I'm walking. This is what it feels like. I'm naked, I'm walking through a meadow, there's tall grass, and I feel the little, the tips of the blades gently 
caressing my nuts. And that's what it feels like when you like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend, make it your Instagram story. All of these things are payment methods. There's also real ways to pay me. You can support the sponsors. There's many commercials here. And I listen, I don't know if Brooklyn can help you. It might. Mother's Day is right around the corner. Who knows? But then there's the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Fried. I do two extra podcasts a week for $5 a month. But here's the most important announcement today. This is the last podcast that will be regularly on Zoom. I am moving back into Feather Nation Studios, and we are going to be taping from a studio. I'm going to have guests live. It's going to be fun. I'm putting the full episodes on YouTube. That's another reason to subscribe to the YouTube channel. So this is all very exciting. And Shelby, Shelby, he's he's been the man in the clouds, our, our producer. He's going to be on site. Shelby's back, people, for all you people that have been around for a long time. So enough out of me. That's four minutes of me. That's enough. Jared, it's enough. Now I sound like my mom when we go out for dinner and I'm going for thirds. Jared, it's enough. Isn't that fun? Does I don't think there's anything that makes my body chill more than, Jared, that's enough. Or my mom yelling from outside a fitting room at Bloomingdale's. Do the pants fit? That That's chilling. That is like a memory. Do the pants fit? <laughs> Next time I go to take a shit, and if it's if I'm having problems getting you know the shit to come out of me, I'm just gonna go. Do the pants fit? And then uh, my asshole is gonna just loosen, and I'm just gonna like drop all of the poop out of me. Okay, let's get to our today's guest, who's first time on the podcast. Which what a way to be introduced to the show because they've been sitting here listening to my bullshit for the full four um, or five now. So. Very exciting. Hilarious comic. Uh, she's the host of the Sharp Time podcast, Jessamay Peluso. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate your shit talk because for me, I celebrate. I'm a very um, strong celebrator of Fart Fridays, and it is currently that. So I feel special that you even mentioned it. You probably didn't even I, know that. I do. That's my I actually. Do. Here's the thing. I do. We don't know each other, but I know you, you know, when you're you, in the comedy world, you're like, what's someone's brand? Right. And I'm, <laughs> I, I was sitting here going, well, Jessamay, and like, I don't know you personally, but we know each other in passing and comedy. And we were just saying how like right around the time in New York that I was like starting to be around the clubs more, you moved to LA. So we didn't really have the chance to like come into passing um, with each other. What's that? Become bros. Bros. But I know that poop and fart, and as I'm about to go into it, I go, Jessamay is going to be cool with this. She's going to enjoy this oh, poop. I love it. Metaphor. I love it. It's the the imagery. kid in me will always love it. Uh, always. I Nothing bothers me more than the comedian who's against fart poop shit or people who are against yeah. that. I know. Just in, any, like, even further, comedians who have, you know, are against. Anything. It's like there's enough room for everybody. R really, I, there's enough room for everybody. Some people are hacky. Eh, go do your hacky shit. Sure. Go ahead. It, I don't fucking care. I'm too busy to be bothered by that shit. I, it is weird to be bothered by it. You're like weird, but they're bothered by the reality that there's an audience for it. It's like, yes, you know, they're bothered that because it people what people don't understand about like just stand up in general is that we're all hacks. We're all chasing the laugh. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like none of us are chasing, very few of us are chasing the 
the the the thoughts that I need to make sure I convince you. We're not trying to. I'm trying to convince you to make a noise that is involuntary. I just want you to fucking pee your fucking pants. And the idea, the, and the, I guess it's those people that are like, no, I, you gotta be a, you gotta be challenging the everyday world that we live in. It's like, oh, fuck off. I don't know. I, people have jobs they go to. They want to come here and fart that they from laughter. I know. I mean, literally, you're you're in a hotel in Kansas. Like, <laughs> I was just there. Are you? Where, what club are you playing? The Comedy Club in Kansas City. Have you been uh, to this one with Dustin? Dustin apparently is a huge WWE fan, and I was informed like, he's the owner of the club, and I've I've had Amazing. a great time. So I've, I last time I was here was in during the pandemic, like Halloween during the pandemic, socially distanced shows. So I'm back now, and the club is great. Best comedy club lighting in the game the best the best and the sound is great like all around i was like okay we're in a strip mall kind of and <laughs> you and i have played clubs where you're like i know how this is gonna go i someone may slap me like the, yeah. those th that's how those clubs feel yes and the the comedy club kc is just was such a delightful surprise really, it's a delightful truly. surprise and, and and you know kansas city what i'm finding out is they're a little sensitive here a little bit, a, a, a scotch, for not sure. Even, not even a jokes, but about Kansas City itself. Yeah, they because think, they don't know if they're in Kansas or Missouri. They're confused where they are. They don't have a place. You're right. They, they and they And they want to let you know, it's a good time. We swear it's a good time. And so when they, you know, especially the audience that comes to see myself, and I'm sure for you too, where they go to a strip mall and they go, well, no, 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 this isn't the real Kansas City. It's like, I know that. I didn't come here think I didn't go, whoa, look at look at the Applebee's in the center of Kansas. I know I'm outside of the major city. Like I, I understand. <laughs> we, and we like All you those, guys it, have is a red robin? Oh yeah. God. <laughs> What's wrong with you people? Yeah, like I, I understand that I'm not judging you based on the strip mall. I'm judging on how the shows go the club is good like and the city it seems fun and i like it here so i i and i am a mid you know i'm half midwestern my mom is from michigan oh shit okay my mom's from detroit so and i've been going to detroit my whole life so i do have a little i under it's not like this is my first time being like look at these garbage idiots drinking their whole milk no i'm half garbage <laughs> idiot is, whole milk it's so gross <laughs> I just saw you know, a guy. It's also like there's so many comedians who I don't understand what, why comedians do two things. One, mm. shit on a room. Two, mm. shit on a city. No. You're, those are your uh, – the immediate room is your <laughs> home. And the yeah. city is is the neighborhood. What the yes. fuck are you doing? And I, I always go on stage and I do say I love it here. And, and, and the funny part is most places don't believe you at first. They're like, what's he going to do? How's he going to fuck with us? And it's like – I, I have some notes for you. Like I, I, I are you guys open to suggestions? Yeah, I, I could fix this town up in five minutes That's of funny. being here. You should say that on stage. I love I, it here, but I have some notes. I got some notes. That's a great opener. Yeah, you should. Do I don't that. have you don't to fucking I, take it. I don't have to. Okay, I'm doing it. I, I, but I, I, that's kind of what I do at every place I go. I love it here, yep. but I, I here are some ideas. Um, I don't need to go to six different barbecue places in one weekend. Like I don't. Yes. I have a cholesterol issue. Heart disease runs in my family. Send me to one, and we're cool. I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. But more. And more I, about I won't you. be able to make it to your wedding. 
please stop asking me to come to your wedding. I can't. Do you get do you get asked to go to weddings? Is that happening for you? Yeah, yeah, weddings or like parties or, you know, very personal things and I think it just comes with having so much out there that people think they know you or not that they think they know you. They obviously know an aspect of who I am, but then mm. they are tight with you. Like it like yeah, you should come well, see my son be born and it's like <laughs> The other element is like the girl code thing that like yeah. I was around for and watching and like to me it felt like it's I mean to you it must feel like it was yesterday too but I feel like it was yesterday like that doesn't yeah, feel like it's weird and it's weird because now on TikTok I see commenters like on like you'll pop up Carly will pop up and you guys have a you and Carly have a podcast together on Patreon called Girl Pod that everyone should go check out but most importantly Sharp Tongue podcast great podcast go 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 get subscribed and it's a like I'll see commenters like I remember I grew up with you and you're like what bitch I'm still growing up yeah <laughs> I remember Joan Rivers said something like a girl came up to her and she said, you opened the door for all of us females. And Joan Rivers mm. said, bitch, I'm still stepping through. Yes. <laughs> Put them up. Yes. I mean, <laughs> like, even, me time. even in my small so world, even in my small world with this podcast, this podcast has been going for close to a decade. And what? so I have, pe yeah. So I, and I'm, I apologize for not having you on earlier. You should have been on earlier. This is wow, embarrassing really for me. Friends. I know we really didn't know each other that well. So I, <laughs> But I have people that are like, man, I've been listening since high school. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm 37. I need to get married soon. Like, you know, like, I got to have kids. Yeah, I you know? do the like, same thing. I'm like, I should be two divorces deep right now. <laughs> I should own a houseboat from a couple of my exes by this point. Right? <laughs> the fact oh. I don't have a divorce houseboat makes me really upset. Oh, my God. I'm upset for you. I need <laughs> you to have a houseboat. Neither of us are divorced. We None really fucked up. We're not no. Midwest enough. Yeah, no divorce, no kids. People, I I remember hearing that joke from older comics, like in the city, like at open mic, like no divorce, no kids. Everyone thinks I'm a weirdo. And I'm like, I don't think it's weird at like 27. And then now I'm 37. I go, am I a fucking weirdo? Yeah, yes, yes. And I'm I'm already a spinster somehow. I'm I'm 39 and I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take all of your dads and your granddads. No one's safe at the barbecue. The Love fucking it. holiday get to Easter. Are I'm you are you single? Dress. Are you seeing someone? Are you go? Are you what's going Completely on? Completely single. So single. So single. Couldn't How be are you more meeting single. people? Um, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get no, approached you know after shows with that? I, for a female comic, it's so different than a male comic. Like, you know, it I is. it's very safe. I don't. I'm not worried about losing my life after a show. Like, Thank the woman you. comes up to me. They go. They go. Hey, you want to go to this bar? I'm like, um, it's either get drunk or not get drunk. I can understand that the spectrum of what could happen if you go to a bar with a random dude after right. a show. It would be. It, there's a much wider spectrum. But do people approach you? Would you ever? You know, I've never done the after show thing. I've never hung out with anyone after shows because of that. And I usually travel yeah. with. I'll have male openers it, mm -hmm. it, and you know, obviously I, not that I think it's a boy's game at all, or, you know, it's like a boy's club. Um, I don't, I've never adhered to that mentality, but I do feel safer with a man with me on the road. I get but that. No guys don't really come up to me much at all. And you know, I'm open to dating, but my standard right now is so high 
that I think I've really narrowed the field down to about two people. <laughs> so it would have to be like a be legit Brad Pitt. <laughs> Brad Pitt walks up to you and you go, okay, this is it. Like the, the, we can the, start, we got something to work with. You're the wizard. You're the person at the wizard of Oz, you know, fence. You open the little slot and you're yes. like, not Brad Pitt. Shut the slot. So the, the, right. the barriers to entry are big for you. you. Right. Like it's, it's, and that's only because uh, it's not me being a bitch. It's just me no. having a standard now and knowing that you've got to be better than my, my solitude. You've got to bring mm-hmm. something better than my alone time. And let's, let's like, I love Brad Pitt, but I'm getting Brad Pitt now. Like Brad Pitt as like a female art teacher. I'm not getting a river runs through it, Brad Pitt. So like, <laughs> you know, that's why. <laughs> I think it's totally attainable. No knocking him at all, but you know we got to call a spade a spade. You, you, so it's not Brad Pitt. You're willing to take an art teacher. It could be a rich dad, or a rich dad, or a grandpa. I've got got a new type. I I realize, and I have just really um, exhausted any sort of excuses or feeling bad about it. So my type is they're rats. I call them rats. Rich and thick singles. That's what I like. Rich and thick singles. Wow. This is, I, yeah, I understand that. I understand that mentality. I also love what you said. And I think that's a t-shirt. If you're looking for merch ideas, be better than my solitude. Yes. It's such a good, like baseline dating advice. And it's something that like I think when you're younger, you're like ah, you don't think of it from that perspective. I think because we do get a lot of we're gonna go through some dating emails. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Keep sending them. Um, and being better than that's kind of how when you think of like when you said I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a bitch. It's like you're not being a bitch. I have a standard. I'm pretty good alone on my phone in my house. Yep. Can you be better than scrolling Instagram? And not everyone is. Not everyone is. And it's like, here's the thing. We're coming off the heels of this really unprecedented pandemic experience that we had. We're coming <clears throat> off of like the big nap where we had mm-hmm. shit going pretty good. We've got so many distractions that people, and I'm realizing, you know, being out in the dating world now, People are more full of shit now than they've ever fucking been. <laughs> oh, God. You're and right. my shit detector is turned up all the way. And even at its at its like peak, at, at, at like the highest dial, there's still motherfuckers who are sliding by. And I'm like, damn, people have gotten smarter and swindling has gotten more sneaky. You know, and it's... I had this thought the other day and I'm trying to figure out what the feet like guys are full of very um, famous shit. The shit we're full of has been been it's it's out there. It's been out there for years. And I'm thinking like I think when you're ready for a relationship is when you start seeing the full of shit people. When you're not ready for a relationship, you're like, let me just fucking play with your shit. Yeah, that's fun. Whatever. But I've been noticing because I'm like I feel like I'm trying to make my whole like resolution be more deliberate i'm trying to be more deliberate yes me too and that's what you're saying you're like i'm not leaving the house unless i am sure i want to leave the house i'm not half leaving the house 
And I've been on dates, and it's sometimes the shit I get, the full of shit is people, and especially, because every woman is a dating expert, as I've learned from this podcast. Like, every woman discusses dating and has talked about it. No man has ever discussed dating. They don't give a shit. I'm the only one doing it. So, I, I but they. Every woman is a dating expert. It's a great I, opening line for a joke. Every woman. It, it, oh, they will tell you. Oh, he's avoidant. And it's like, where did you learn that word today? Was, it a, was that the word? <laughs> in the calendar that you learned like and i like and so what i'm noticing is there are women that are like i am ready for a serious relationship then you go on the date and you're like no you're not no you're not no you're, so you're far not away from it you're so you, far away from it you, you you hate your job you don't know where you 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 don't know if you're if you like your friends yet you're and you're trying to just lo- glob onto my ready I don't know if you like your I don't know all these women sometimes they, they're like yeah I hang out with this group but I'm done with that group and I'm on to this group and I'm testing them out it's and I'm like true man it takes a long time to sort of settle into who you are and I don't think we ever truly actualize that I think that's like the continuous journey for a human being is to hopefully create some sort of self-evolution daily and it takes a, yeah. a a real commitment and um, an, an intentional practice, which I think is what you're talking about, being deliberate, being intentional. And once you get to that point where you are intentional, now I understand why people call, and I can only speak for my kind, women bitches. Because <laughs> we're not being bitches, we're being intentional. But because you're not used to dealing with that, yeah, you don't know what to call it. So yes, bitch-tensional, I guess is what it bitch- is. <laughs> Another T-shirt. Let's get to the emails. Okay, Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're here at Jessime Peluso. Go follow like Jessime. Why you say gmail.com? I, someone messaged me. They're like, you say it so fast that they're like on, because some people listen to podcasts on like twi- two times speed. I've never done that. But they're, so you they're are like, right now. I mean, I am two times speed at all times. <laughs> we it's both are. I, yeah. We're going to have to slow this shit down. <laughs> You're going to go to half speed, people, if you want to listen to this <laughs> We're going to sound like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> oh, hey, so. Fat person? <laughs> you ever been on a date? Or some, like if someone's at half speed now, they've really uh, gone to like... <laughs> uh. People, go see Jessime live, 420 West Palm Beach. I know we got people there. I've been there before. You're going to be right in my parents' area. My parents live right nearby. So West Palm- Do the pants fit? Do the pants, do they fit? Why don't you like them? Because they don't fit. Why don't they fit? Because I'm a fat fuck. What do you want me to say? I'm 10 years old. I'm growing. Were you fat? Were you a fat kid? Always. I've dealt with weight shit my whole fucking life. It's all I talk about. Do you understand, like, my family, like, it is just trick. I, there should just be written over the wall of the house that my parents live in, trigger warning. You should just have a big banner. <laughs> no, just, if you have body issues, don't come here. It's eat, eat, eat. Why are you eating so much? Eat, eat, eat. We got to talk fed, about fed, your eating. Fed. Why are you fat? Why are you well, fat? Look at what you people do just, to me. Yeah. I would like to bring up. Evidence A and B of breakfast and lunch, bitch, that you made. I recorded the Bloomingdale's fitting room, and 
I'm going to play it for you now. You won't believe what you sound like. I, I want to get to this email because, and everyone, jessamay.com is where you get the tickets. She's going to be at the Bourbon Room in LA. Netflix is a joke festival, 5-4, May 4th. So 420 in West Palm, uh, May 4th in LA. Those are like two places where I have done shows and I know you people are. So jessamay.com for tickets. Go follow jessamay on, on Instagram. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Brooke Linen. Let's hear it for the moms. Whether they're new mothers, grandmothers, or any honorary mom in our life, we know they deserve the best all year round. Give them a gift they'll cherish for years to come with Brooke Linen's cozy bedding, towels, and other home essentials. This ad could not be written more perfectly because my mom, who is... She's a pain, you know, like most of our moms, you know, they call you and then they scream at you to like, go to the doctor. You know, that's my mom is just constant screaming. But the one thing she screams at me the most is get me more Brooklinen. That's what she says to me. She, so this stuff, you might be like, well, I'm hearing it on a podcast and maybe it's for whatever generation. No, this is mom approved. And I'm saying it from my personal experience. It is approved by a difficult mom, my mom. So Brooklyn was created to give customers luxury hotel level home essentials that don't break the bank. So listen, you're going to get a great gift and you're not going to like, you know, crush your bank account. Brooklyn and your 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 mom is just going to go wild. Brooklyn's cuts out the luxury markups and passes those savings back to their customers. Brooklyn launches new products, colors and patterns all the time for their sheets, towels and robes. Why not bring the spa to mom uh, with with Brooklyn's extra thick Extra cozy, super plush towels and robes or their luxurious mulberry silk eye masks and pillowcases. They can also take Brooklyn's signature softness outside the home with their loungewear collection featuring the coziest tees, tanks, sweatshirts, joggers, and other essential basics. Check out their Mother's Day bundle to save up to 15%. There's a reason Brooklinen has over 100,000 five-star reviews and counting. So gift the comfort refresh they deserve and get it for less at Brooklinen. Go to brooklinen.com. Use promo code JTRAIN20. That's JTRAIN20 to get $20 off your purchase of $100 or more. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN20. Brooklinen, the curators of comfort. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like walking your dog without a leash. Maybe you'll probably be okay. But what do you do when your dog runs away? Protect your internet browsing with the best ExpressVPN. People, this is just what an opportunity. Um, you want to feel protected online. I take my computer all over the country, different Wi-Fis, all that stuff. And you just want to feel good about when you're you know, quote unquote, surf in the net. Did you know every time you connect to an un un unencrypted network like in a coffee shop or airport, your online data is not secure? Like if that sends a shiver down your spine, it's time to get involved with ExpressVPN. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so they can't. I take a heck, I, I take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion, oh, it would take, let me reread that. I'm, I thought it said heckler at first. And it's like, I thought they were trying to make like a fun heckler pun here. No, no, no. It would take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. That's, I mean, a billion years? People, 
They're pretty confident. ExpressVPN works on all your devices, phone, laptop, tablet, even your smart TV. And it's so easy to use. Just fire up the app and click one button to get protected. Get an extra three months of ExpressVPN free at expressvpn.com slash JTrain. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash JTrain. ExpressVPN.com slash JTrain. So I want to talk about this, this idea of friendships. And like, because I have friends from way back, and I think this is a very male-female thing where I can shut off, I, I never have to shut off friendships and turn them back on. And I like this email where it goes, friend of 30 years picking new boyfriend over our friendship. It's a little longer. So you ready? Mm-hmm. Jared, I need some J-Train insight on my friendship issue. My friend and I have been friends since first grade. We will be 40 this year, so we've had over 30 years of friendship. We've been by each other's side through thick and thin, but the issue I'm having, anytime she gets a new boyfriend, she puts all her efforts into the new relationship and she forgets about our friendship. Anytime I talk to my sister about my concern, she brushes it aside and says, she's always been like that. I don't know why you're surprised. I'm with the sister a little bit. Maybe that's true, but recently it's been pretty bad. My friend and I used to live in separate towns, so it really wasn't an issue because we made time for each other. But in December 2021, she moved to the town I live in, and she's only 10 minutes away. But her friendship is almost non-existent. I've brought it up to her that I feel she is picking her new relationship over our 30 years of friendship, and the conversation went well. She said she did not mean to do that, and we should plan a girl's day. That's all fine and well, but... Shouldn't our friendship be more than just a girl's day every six months? Maybe I'm being a baby and all this, but I've, I've always made her a priority in my life and included her in our outings with my fiance and me. And I have never uh, put men before a relationship. She deserves to be uh, happy, and I'm glad she found a man who treats her well and makes her happy, but she's putting her whole life into this guy who could up and leave one day. And she will come back, come running back to me to help pick up the pieces, but I may not be around if she continues to put dicks before chicks. Looking forward to hearing your wise insight on my friend issue. Thank you for all you do to help guide us with laughs and insight. Jessime, what do you think? I think this is a very interesting email and I like it. Uh, it's a very common thing. My first question, is this, was this a girl emailing? This is a woman writing it. A, a woman and a friend who was also a woman. Yes. Got it. Okay, so this comes up a lot with people. <clears throat> um, the whole, you know, oh well, she's dating somebody, and and I'm am I, you know, she's MIA. Yeah, that's what happens when we get into relationships. Mm. We find somebody and we spend all of our time with them. And I'm coming from, uh, for your listeners to understand, I'm coming from a standpoint of someone who's been very fucking humbled in the past four or five years. So my advice is always it comes off a little cutting and a little bit of tough love mm. only because I've experienced so much. I've been very fucking humbled and I imagine it as myself. How, I mean, obviously we, we're no experts. We're putting ourselves in the position of these people. How have you been humbled? What do you, could you explain that a little bit? Like, what do you mean? Um, well, my mom passed away in 2020. I'm my, sorry. Thank you. I, it's always weird to say thank you. Thank you for being sorry that my mom is dead. It's such a strange. We have but, strange, like, yeah, traditions, I know. I, don't we? And also, like, when I'm saying I'm sorry, I, I truly mean I'm sorry. Like, I but know. like the sorry means more than just I'm like I'm sorry. Like, and, and it's one of those things. Like, everyone knows they're going to have to deal with something like that. But you know, I I haven't in my life, so I feel lucky at the same time. It's like 
it just sucks. You know, I make, you know, it's a phone call that was, I'm assuming every day or whatever it was, you know, and that's very difficult, I'm sure. Yeah, it's brutal, but you find ways, you know, that's why I bring it up because uh, my perspective comes from someone who only wants to really, obviously I'm a comedian, I want to be funny, Mm. but also have people not make fucking mistakes anymore or realize why they're doing what they're doing. And I've done so much. I'm probably when it comes to, um, well, let me, okay. So my mom died. And then a couple months before that, my boyfriend and I broke up my boyfriend of three years. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, with quarantine, I lost my whole tour. So quarantine was really, it was rough. Quarantine was just like, I was just getting pummeled. It was like, boom, 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 boom. A Mm -hmm. lot of us went through that shit. We went through a lot of loss. Um, my father and a lot of time. Away. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I, I was going to give you like a crash course of all the horrible things in my life. <laughs> I, you I, no, I, I interrupted at the worst time ever. <laughs> I, I I was about to say something like just like, yeah, we had a, a lot of time to think on our hands. And you're like, and my dad passed away. And I'm like, um, yeah, no, that's horrible, too. I'm <laughs> I should shut up now. Yeah. These are the things, the hardest things in my life that have humbled me. And the, the things that I think validate you know, being able to have a tough love perspective on this shit. Cause I love giving advice. Carly and mm. I do it on our podcast and I do it on mine too, a lot. And I don't think I'm a fucking expert. Actually, I take that back. I am an expert in uh, dealing with trauma and an expert in dealing with grief, but an expert for myself, not for everybody mm. else. Um, so here's, here's the crash course of my traumatic experiences. First time I ever had sex, I was raped. Right. Um, my dad, who I'm very close with died of a horrible disease. He had Alzheimer's. He died in Mm. 2018, had a breakup tour crashed. Mom literally crashed, not in like in a car, but her life ended. And here I am today. So that's, that's all, you know, the, the traumatic stuff. And then there's like Mm -hmm. a couple blow jobs behind dumpsters, but you know, those are the twenties. Yeah. That, that happens to the best of us. I, yeah. Now, you know, all of those things, do you think, do you find that, and to relate it to this email, not to like yeah. rush over those things, but like, do you find in the post-trauma, like post the breakup, post, you know, a parent passing away, that the friend like this that you may have forgotten about gets picked up again? Like they kind of mentioned this. They're like, they're waiting to be that person for them. And they're like, you know, and they're kind of saying, well, maybe I won't be there. Right. And for me, it's like when I when you're talking about this email, I'm hearing three things that are issues in my mind. One expectations. Mm. This girl has an expectation of her friend Mm. and expectations are like a highway to disappointment. I think that's Mm. the one thing that people always get have issues with is and get into trouble with in their relationship is they have an expectation of the other person to be a certain way, to act a certain way, to show up in a certain way, but they don't express it. And so they build resentment. Unexpressed expectations turn into disappointments almost nine out of 10 times. Yeah. And so that's what I'm hearing a lot with this girl is it seems like, you know, she has some expectations that aren't being met. The other thing that I, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. I was going to say the other thing that I'm seeing that is an issue here are boundaries. It seems like there's some fucking boundary issues in this relationship and this friendship. And, you know, those are directly correlated to expectations. If you don't, you know, express what your expectations are, you have to 
realize that that's going to get disappointing and then you have to create boundaries so that you yeah. don't get disappointed each time. I, I, and it's hard because the friend, when she goes to her and says, let's have a girl's day, that's her kind of creating these very um, specific boundaries. She's like, we will, and it, because it's an appointment, it doesn't sound like a boundary, but it's like, we will meet yep. Friday at six o'clock, get our drinks, go get a little drunk, catch up, and then Saturday morning, you know, we will talk on the phone and that will be it. We'll have checked in, right. you know, and this person is saying, they're saying, well, I don't want to be an appointment. I want to be a friend every day, right. you know, and that's hard because then the other person, they're being judged on this, this, you know, on this grading chart that they have no idea whether they're doing well or badly on. Like, yeah, like I can only speak to the emailer. So like the emailer, they're writing in and I, I, I feel them. I understand that they feel deserted by their friend, but I would say she your friend, like she's being vulnerable. She feels and she's like being she's... totally vulnerable. But I think she, w the friend is like, okay, we'll do this girl's night because I love you. You know, her intent is good. Also, the friend, it sounds like to me, is dealing with a lot of relationship anxiety. So, yeah. you know, I think that's something the emailer has to keep in mind. Your friend is afraid you guys are, you know, you're going to be 40 this year. You're, you, she's in a relationship. You wrote in your email. Sometimes the answers are in the email. She writes yeah. and she goes, I'm going to have to put the pieces back together if this guy up and leaves. So you're getting anxious for her because you're, you know, you're in the fiance land and you're confident. It sounds like in your relationship. So you don't mind saying, Hey fiance, go sit on the couch. I'm going to go have a girl's night or I, I get the fuck away from me. She right. can't do that. So I think it's, you kind of have to support your friend in their anxious dating life to get them back as a friend, if that makes sense. Yeah, and also, we also have to be a little <clears throat> bit kinder with people. And and stop, I keep going back to expectations. She's got this yeah. expectation of her friend. You know who I keep in my life now? People who I can go away from and come back to when there's no resentment, there's no contingency, there's no, you know. And there's also, on the other side, if I do something that hits them wrong or whatever, we have this open communication, you know. It, it's almost, sorry to interrupt, but it's almost yeah. as if, you know, she's like, I had this talk and then we set up a girl's night, but like setting up that girl's night almost makes them less likely to come back to you in the type of relationship that you're looking for from this. Cause well, you're like, per she's personifying her expectations. The mm. girl's night is an expectation of friendship and Instead of trying to create more things to build the friendship, having an acceptance of what it is right now. And one thing I haven't heard at all is her being happy for this girl. Is she happy for her? Maybe you said it in the email and I didn't hear it. No, I mean, no, she's happy for I. She sounds, I'm glad she found a man who treats her well and makes her happy. I'm glad. She's put, she's I'm glad. Put her, I'm glad oh. she found a man. I'm glad. It was, it, let me tell you something. If you text a girl something I'm glad and she you. responds with, I'm glad she is anything but happy. Okay. I'm glad is like the Michelle of Destiny's Child. Okay. It's like, eh. it's not the, okay. no, we want Beyonce. We see yeah. it, but does it mean anything? Is it real? But um, she's put her whole life into this guy who could up and leave. I mean, like, you're kind of like negative speaking into this she's reality. That I'm Jared, she's negative, Jared. 
She's got to be more positive. She She's got to be more of, a, more of a clapper. And I, here's the way you'd be more of a clapper. Here's my advice to her. Let's get your fiance involved and let's start having double dates. You've been friends for 30 threesome. years. Let's have threesome. Let's all get our cocks out, our pussies out, and our, and our tits out and start touching each other and get a little fucking weird in this thing. No, I'm it's saying weird. let's get everyone together. Include your friends of 30 years. You're an important yes, part of their life. Why are you creating? She's overthinking it. She's... Hey, we're having a barbecue. Invite the new guy. Yes. Hey, yeah. we're going bowling. Invite the yes. new guy. Yes. Hey, we're you going need to... to re- it's all about, I'm here with open arms, with arms wide open, as the great, great, and, as the great Nickelback once said, <laughs> with arms wide open is what you got to be to this friend. And you yes. got to keep, and here's the thing, I'm here, I'm ready, the arms are open, come on in and rub your face on my chest while I give you a big old fucking hug whenever you're ready. But yes. and, and, and this relationship, whether it works out or not, your your new boyfriend's invited. And if you don't want to come, well, he's fucking up because you're going to be fine no matter what. I think it's more you're making this person's relationship anxiety even harder because you're not you're not creating fertile lands for them to have options to see if this guy's the right guy for them a really good point and and i don't even think it's relationship anxiety i think she's projecting her own anxiety because often when we're trying to control things Mm. it's a extension of anxiety it's an extension of undealt with anxiety and it sounds like she's trying to control this friendship instead of accepting it as what it is and also she sounds like a really great friend i again i come off kind of harsh but she sounds like a great friend and Someone really smart once told me that your greatest attribute will be your biggest, you know, almost like your Achilles heel, like your, mm. your greatest attribute becomes your biggest flaw. And loyalty sounds like, you know, this a great aspect of who she is, but you're so loyal, loyal to a fault that now you are a little resentful because now your friend is being more loyal to her guy instead of you. So you've got to find a way to sort of un twine yourself from this attribute that has now has you now yes. your loyalty has you instead of you having it so i think you know this girl just needs to step back and chill and, and be happy for her friend and and maybe you know get on a peloton and sweat the shit out with arms wide open with my pussy lips wide open <laughs> just swallow that seat hole plwo Good old pussy lives wide open. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Jessime Peluso. At Jessime Peluso, Jessime.com. She's going to be in West Palm 420 and then in Bur- the Bourbon Room in LA, 5 4. That is a, uh, May 4th. I can't believe it's May. May the what a boring conversation for me to start. What's that? Well, may the 4th be with you. May the. Oh, wow. These are two like yeah, I real do dates. Yeah. These are the getting high day and May the 4th be with you. Holy shit. The J Train Podcast is excited to welcome our new sponsor, Electric E-Bikes. Regular bikes are great for short rides or paths you already know. But when you need an extra kick for those unexplored paths, you'll want an e-bike. Now, finally, there's an e-bike made for everyone that starts at just $9.99. Electric E-Bikes. Electric bikes are affordable, customizable, and ship-free, fully assembled. Plus, they quickly fold in half, no bike rack or truck required. Leave the car at home, save on gas, and save the planet when you explore and commute on electric bikes. Okay, people. Electric bikes sent me a bike. Everything they just said is 
absolutely 100% true. It comes in a box. It folds. It, it's folded up. You just unfold it and it's ready to go. You pump up the tires a little bit and you charge it up and now you're on your way. And I got to say, uh, right now, gas is at a crazy, you know, it, it, gas prices are out of control. Um, we're looking to be, you know, we're heading towards the spring, summertime season. It's a nice part of the year to start up the get involved and with electric bikes electric's mission simple make e-bikes accessible for everyone accessibility is the word because literally a box came to my door i opened the box unfolded the bike i was ready to go once i charged and pumped up the tires like that's pretty crazy you would think this would be one of those things that come like the fisher price house where you're spending six weeks putting it together it's not like that and with bikes starting at just $9.99, that's way less than the competition. And electric makes things simple. All bikes ship free, pre-assembled, and pre-charged. Well, I charged mine. I, I don't think it's pre-charged. You'll, you'll be on the road enough. But let me, let me just say, to, to add to this you know, advertisement, you're going to unfold it. It's going to take a minute to read through the you know, instruction manual. But it's pretty wild how quickly I was on that bike and on the road. Cover up to 45 miles at up to 28 miles per hour on a just a four to six hour charge. Explore the great outdoors or city while keeping the air clean and also, you know, keeping out of your wallet. Join the affordable e-bike revolution. Go to electricbikes.com. Use code JTRAIN to get a free foldable mountable bike lock with any purchase. That's a free bike lock when you use code JTRAIN at electricbikes.com. That's a free bike lock when you use code JTRAIN at L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-E-S.com. The JTRAIN podcast is brought to you by Best Fiends. Inner peace is great and all, but you know what's even better? Making it to level 1,000 in Best Fiends. That's what true satisfaction feels like. Satisfaction is the word, because I am a huge fr- uh, fan of Best Fiends. I love this game. I'm on level two, 210. Like That's how much I'm playing. But the satisfaction of finishing a level, collecting those cartoon little animals and things like that, it's just such a fun game that... Again, just like a podcast, we all need ways to put our brain on the shelf, and Best Fiends is the way to do it. Once you download Best Fiends, you can play anywhere, even without an internet connection. I play on my flights. Collect tons of fiends and get powered up as you play more levels. Every win brings new challenges, thousands of puzzles to play. New in-game events are added all the time with thousands of levels. There's always more to play, so go ahead and let enough is never enough be your mantra. Download Best Fiends today for free on the App Store or Google Play, plus earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level five. That's friends without the R, best fiends. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Here we go. Why do men Snapchat when they have your number? Because they got girlfriends. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, they got girlfriends. We got to create a sound drop. Because they got a girlfriend. Boom. Because they have girlfriends. Simple. And you got pussy lips wide open. With pussy lips wide open. <laughs> Jared, huge fan of all the podcasts. Super excited to I finally have a reason to write in. So back backstory, I, I was casually texting this guy I met off Hinge over the holidays. The texting was really just sexting. And when I got back in town, he came over and we hooked up. We continued Ooh. to text for about a week. And even though the sex was great, we decided not to meet up again as we both wanted a relationship, but not with each other. Totally mutual. 
We both agreed we just weren't compatible in that way. Fast forward three months, and he just Snapchat messaged after absolutely no contact asking, hey, how are you? Which I figured would lead to him asking to hook up because he used Snapchat, and that's usually what guys use Snapchat for. Anyways, so far he hasn't made it sexual at all. Just kept just asked me about grad school and work. All ooh, so hot. I'm so wet. <laughs> all my responses have been pretty vague, hoping he would just get to the hint that I'm not interested in. He honestly didn't seem interested in my life when we were hooking up. So I guess my question is, why would he Snapchat message me if he has my number and doesn't really seem to be fishing for a hookup thanks again sneaky link confusion what do we think ford he's filling time and let me ask you a question girl are you a time filler are Mm. you are you something to be put into the peg of his fucking boredom bed Mm. no women have to it's very simple who who do you want to be and how do you want to be treated? You gonna you gonna allow him to treat you as some filler meat? Because that's all he's treating you as. Yeah. I don't want Snapchats. I don't want these cute little fucking. Show me the money. Sure. Ask me to take me out. Bring me a motherfucking flower. It's it's funny that these the last email does relate to this one, and just the way a lot of the women that write in want their life to be simplified. They yeah. want. Friend or foe, hook up or not hook up. Just, yeah, what the fuck do you want? And like, oh, we're crazy. You know why you think we're crazy? Because you you guys can't, you can't even fathom knowing what the fuck you want. And we're crazy for knowing exactly what we want. We love vague options. (laughs) We love, these are two things working against each other. You love specific. Look at how you when when how you're friends. That's my best friend. Thirty years. We're very specific. Very specific. Everyone has a label. To me, when someone's like, "Who's your best friend?" I go, "I got a lot of friends. I don't know. It's, it's a so guy funny. I it's hang so out true. with." True. Women yeah. have like, best friend. We all we label everything because we have to because we're the multitaskers. You guys are out getting pheasants, and we're busy like building, <laughs> you know, making everything look good and take, making sure the kids are okay. We're doing a hundred thousand yes. things. You guys do one thing. One and then thing. You're like, I don't know what I Look, want. Fuck are you? Listen, every penis ejaculates the same. We're just the same. We're the same fucking idiot. I think idiots. Maya Angelou said that. That is a Maya Angelou quote. You're right. Every, <laughs> every penis ejaculates the same. Everyone claps. Oh, oh shit. Holy shit. Someone's yeah. going to write in and say how we're being rude to Maya Angelou. <laughs> I've done many Maya Angelou quotes here before. Have and you? I, yeah, okay, that's good. a. They, we don't get a lot of those emails. I, I people are pretty appreciative that we're just you know fucking hanging out and discussing that's real awesome. issues. You know, we go into serious. Fans. We come into fun town. We you know, but I would say with this guy, you know, it means nothing. It we means love, nothing. It means nothing. But he would fuck you. But he doesn't need to today. Right, and and and. and, and Go ahead. 
I was just okay, do you want to be that bitch? Do you want to be the well? This uh, is, I could or I couldn't, bitch. This is the problem with like just making your decisions based off of what you assume the feelings of others are. So it's like, mm. no, this isn't. A, you, do you like right now? It's this, she seems annoyed. She's like, why you message me? You're not even, you know, shit or get off the pot. Tell me you want to fuck yes. or tell me you don't or tell me you want to date. Tell me, you know. And she's like, we don't want to date, but like, if he if he said to her, we should give this a real shot. You know, maybe her like in maybe her perspective would be changed and she would go, you know what? I never thought of it that way and it would be different. But she's looking for direction from him. You're going to get no direction. He loves well, a vague she, yeah, option. Exactly. He's, he's saying he's just a helicopter hovering above. He's just like, I'll wow, just hover. Sound effects are amazing. Are we yeah, in these sound, sound effects? Also, yeah. she she has to is she surprised? I mean, the relationship started noncommittal. And I'm not well, saying she is asking for commitment, but she's looking for like what you're saying. She's looking for, you know, something specific in a very vague scenario. And she's like, and she's like, well, you know, and what's, what's distracting her is she's like, guys want to fuck. They use Snapchat to fuck. Yes, they do. But this guy is in the long game. He is making sure that there's, there's nuts to eat the line, during the winter time. Yep. So she, he's, he's keeping you on the side of the boat, just a little fish on a hook until he gets that big. He's the old man in the sea. He's out there looking right. for the fucking big kahuna. And are you a little tuna? Are you the big kahuna? No, I am. You're a, a big fucking kahuna with pussy lips wide open. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Jessamay Peluso. At Jessamay Peluso. Go follow, go follow, go follow if you don't already. 420, 54. Going to be in West Palm and the Bourbon Room in LA with the Netflix as a joke uh, festival. So Jessamay.com, Jessamay.com. Also, Sharp fit. Tongue. Do your pants fit? I knew we shouldn't have had lunch before this. They'll fit if you don't eat. Breathe out when you button. <laughs> but they look good. Well, they make me feel like I want to disintegrate into the ground at this Bloomingdale's. <laughs> I they will have they will have to pack me into a shoebox. My my ashes will be in a shoebox at Bloomingdale's the rest of my life if you don't stop making me wear these pants. And my ashes are going to be wet from the tears I wept <laughs> as I went down. You won't my know the sad, difference between ashes. yeah. You won't know the difference between my ashes and the lint on the Bloomingdale's floor. So can you just scoop it a, all? I'm <laughs> part Bloomingdale's, part Jared. Here lies Jareddales. Gmail.com. <laughs> at gmail.com. Literally in a depression. We've we've dipped into serious conversations during this podcast we're gonna i'm going to add a trigger warning at the beginning of this podcast because we, we have could. dipped into serious t- uh, territory this is a little bit more serious but i i kind of like the, where this email goes literally in a okay. depression jared feather feather and all the compliments to you and your lovely guest here's my situation my boyfriend and i have been dating for three years live together and plan on getting engaged later this year the only issue in our relationship is that we are both on prescribed medicine for depression and anxiety which is known to cause a cause a decrease in sex drive and has dramatically affected our sex life how can we keep it fun and sexy in the bedroom while we have little to no motivation to regularly have sex thank you for all that you do jessamay what do you think that's a really tough one, but not impossible. Not, not Im- out of... It is tough. It's tough because these subjects are tough, 
And obviously, like, they should, like, consult their physicians and make sure, you know, that, like, almost knowing that affects, you know, she says the only issue uh, is that it's known to cause decrease in sex drive. I would want a doctor to tell me that. So at least I have an answer. Yeah, well, doctors don't tell you shit. They don't, the pills are the, you know, they're like, here, take the pill. And here's the Mm. thing about depression medication. I have experience with it. My father was on medication for years Mm. and family members are, you know, on those sort of medications, SSRIs and things like that. Mm. This it's, it's one of many ingredients that you need to implement into your life to be able to have a balanced experience. I think that's what people want. I think we've been fed that happiness is the key. Happiness is only an ingredient in the entirety of our existence. Mm. And it's up to us to add these other elements to have a balanced life, not a happy life. Mm. A happy life is, is unattainable. A balanced life is where you can experience happiness at its purest form. And I think taking medication for some people is great. It really helps a lot of people, but you also need to implement other things. You got to you got to cry so you can laugh. You got to cry. You got to have anger so you can feel happy. You know, yeah. I, I, I what you're saying is is exactly on the path of the advice I'm about to give, and I want to hear what you think because I do think she what she says. In her email, her answer to her problem is in the email. How can we keep it fun and sexy in the bedroom while we have little to no motivation to regularly have sex? Mm. What you're saying plays into this. Nobody needs to regularly have sex. If you're in a relationship, you're living with each other. If you had sex every five minutes, that'd be insane. That'd be stupid. And you're holding this. Even every day, every every week can be stupid for some couples. It depends on. But what you're saying is. You're supposed to want it a little more. You're supposed to, you when you have it, it's got to feel good. That's why I think this couple needs appointment sex. Great idea. Appointment sex, put it on the calendar, agree to it. The sexiness is in the fun of planning it. I think planned sex gets a bad rap. Plan it, plan a night, plan the dinner, plan yep. what you'd like to do for one another. Have Get a an outfit. Str- Get an outfit. Do write each other a note of the one thing you you know. We'll call it the judgment-free note. He gets to write you what he wants. You get to write him what you want. Now we have sex this on fun. your way up to it. What's that? Sex on your way up to it. Such a Ex- great idea. Because this whole idea of regularity, I don't know what regularity is. You could it's, be. It's, it's not real. It's not real. It's not it's, real. And it's also and it's also she's. She, we, when you say should and do I have to, and you create it's these rules, expectations. These are expectations that aren't mathematical. Well, let's make it math. Let's do. It comes from anxiety. She's, well, she sounds like she's a little anxious, and she's, you know, for I can relate to that. Yeah. You have expectations. You have anxiety, so you want to be calm. So you're like, okay, if I know this is going to happen, if we can plan this thing, if if my <clears> girlfriend and I can have a girls' day, if we can, you know, regular sex. Da, 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 you're just trying to medicate the anxiety and you know what and that's great so about it. hard to deal with it's so hard and especially you know what makes you more anxious the just the 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 um when something is just assumed and it's not given a definition when you have a date that you're leading up to that means the plan can be rescheduled so for two people that are dealing with depression, that are dealing with uh, medication, yes. 
uh, you know, that morning he can text you, you know what, this isn't the day for me. And I'm looking forward to this, but today isn't the day. Now you go, okay, no problem. What's the day? And we try for another day instead of this like weird, non-said, regular, vague, vague is the enemy of feeling good. Being, yes. And so I think for this couple, it will. Ha- I think let's make it sex night. Let's have the fuck fest yeah. begin. And fuck fest Fridays. On, and play this song. Ready? With pussy lips wide open. I knew it. I knew it. You're welcome, Nickelback. <laughs> I want my Nickelback. As Nickelback <laughs> once said, with pussy with lips, lips, wide- lips wide open. I think this is a great idea. You know, one of right? my girlfriends once asked me, her and her husband were going through a little drought. She's like, what should I do? I was like, what haven't you done? Because mm. that's what you should do. Yes. Whatever, you're con- whatever you've been doing is not working. Ain't and, working. And if it's nothing, that's the greatest thing you could have been doing because a little something will be different. There it is. I think we get, I think a lot of the times we, with because of our expectations, we overshoot and we, we grandiose, we make these grandiose ideas in our mind to sort of self-sabotage mm-hmm. so like this girl like regular sex and you're right no not regular sex just just a little bit of sex yeah i think we create these larger than life expectations so that we are like oh look i could never achieve that and then we don't do it and we're just self-perpetuating the issue and at hand and if and if you're worried about if you're stressed out about bringing this up to your guy that you live with play this Play this email. Go, I wrote into yeah. a podcast. And these make it us talking, you know, singing to Nickelback, Pussy Lips Wide Open. Like, make us be, you know, play this for them. Hey, I'm having an issue. I'm having a hard time bringing it up to you. Can you listen to this and then come back to me and tell me what you think? And I, I think, think it's going to be positive. great idea. Planning your sex. I think it, you can have a lot of fun around that. Make sure to have fun. Yes. And, and I know, like, you're like, bitch, I'm depressed. I'm taking medication. That's how bad it is. Don't tell me yeah. how to do it. But I, I understand that. And that's why I will say, you know, if you can get sunlight or some sort of light when you first wake up within the first 20 to 30 minutes of waking, like at least 20 to 30 minutes of exposure in the morning, it really helps your mood and eating well, like all of that. Can you I know tell it, that Jessime lives in L.A.? Can it, Can anyone? It, <laughs> no, it's I, agree. It, I know. I agree. These things are important and I'm, I'm a shit talker. It's, you you got you to gotta implement all of it. You know, one thing isn't going to be the cure. So you got to try and ta- tackle it from all angles, you know, from the front, the side and the back. Hey, do that on your sex night. <laughs> J Train Podcast. Have you guys done anal? Love it. Bring on the butt stuff. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Jessamay Peluso. At Jessamay Peluso on Instagram. Are you really saying gmail.com? That's how you say gmail.com. Gmail.com. I've been saying it for 10 years. It's been a decade of this shit. You don't think I have this down? This is... <laughs> At gmail.com. That should be a gmail.com. fucking... That needs to be somebody's like ringer. Like the, 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 <laughs> the ringtone at gmail.com. At Let's gmail.com. do one more. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, shit. I brought up the wrong email. Okay, let's do one more. Um, I sent this to you before the show. I'm going to read it. Yeah. J Train and Esteem guests love the pod and all the feathers. Now I need some help figuring out my next step in a friendship. I'm a 28 year old single gal living in a mid sized Midwestern city. This past fall, I met a 27 year old guy uh, while at a he's a single guy while at a bar watching college football. We hit it off, so decided to go out to the bars that night. We ended up hooking up, but agreed it was friendly. And after it happened. 
Uh, I let him know um, that it was fun, but I just want to be friends, and he agreed. We have not hooked up since, but have hung out a few times, and he's shared his girl drama with me, including a recent situationship that ended. Uh, fast forward to this March. He randomly asked me the day of to pick him up from the train station at 11 p.m. on a Friday. I thought it was kind of weird that he asked me instead of getting an Uber, uh, but I wanted to be a good friend, so I agreed. Until he made a comment that made me super uncomfortable. See attached screenshots. I ended up making an excuse about why I couldn't pick him up, but my questions are, am I overreacting about his comment? Can we still be friends after this, or or were we ever friends? And if so, how do I let him know that this isn't my cup of tea? Ready? Yeah. So we have six screenshots. We'll act them out. You ready? Well, let's go to mm-hmm. screenshot one. Okay. I'll be him. You be her. I can pick you up as long as you're willing to be a little forgiving on time because the game runs long because I have to go to a bar to watch it. Don't have cable. And then we'll have to walk back to my car. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. It's a plan. Then he writes back later that day. What bar are you going to go to? Whatever fucking bar I want. No. <laughs> Kelly and I are either going to Hopcat or Ashley's. Word. Ugh, gross. I hate that he said word. I Making mean, he's sure. Being, he's being a <laughs> tough person to like pick up. You know? Yeah. I, I, at this point, why would you pick him like word? Yeah. Okay. No. I mean, she now comes in with like a whole like I need a fucking plan. Like, look at that. This is such a perfect. I don't know if you usually go in and out of this shit, but this no, is such okay. a perfect indicator of how different men and women can be this motherfucker says word and then her next response are all the words yes like it's (laughs) so ironic how he goes word and she's like well i actually i have a few of those yes (laughs) making sure i understand logistics i'm getting you from the train station right or are you trying to meet at the bar she's i mean it's a solid point i want to make sure i'm not completely misunderstanding um, so now go to the next text is next to it. Right. Uh, so your train station, right? Yeah. Train, train station, station if the game ends in an appropriate time. So he's saying right. it's the train station right. unless the game goes long or whatever. See why people, see, just this whole thing is like, no wonder we have so, so many fucking problems. <laughs> All right. That's what I thought. Ha ha. Yeah. Oh, fuck i'm so dry for this guy the train is almost always late anyways so i'm thinking it should work out logistically this chick loves women we love logistics yeah she is she should work for microsoft she's got all the logistics (laughs) ha ha we just made our stop and i'm unsure what that means Time-wise, yo, time-wise and logistics are this bitch's favorite words. Yes. I know that that's in, 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 anyway, in, though, what's in? Indianapolis or Indiana. Okay, okay, Indiana. so she's saying I-C-I-N is the state. App- apparently it is, and we just went through it. Wow, okay, these, the so chemistry between these two is fucking palpable. Uh, hot off the screen. Okay, now it's the first uh, <laughs> screenshot. Okay. I also have no clue, but thought that it might mean something to you. My brain is seriously fried. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but thanks for letting me know. And oh man, March meeting. I've been sleeping for like five hours a night. 
Why? Networking laughing face emoji. Sounds like you did a lot of that then. Ha ha. I think I've maxed out my social activity until May. Yeah. And your no shit, your social communication it completely is maxed out. Well, the next text is right next to that one. It's the second one. Okay. And okay. this is where we get a little bit crazy. Oh. He writes, I also haven't released myself all week, so I'm aggressively horny. Dot dot dot. Okay, released yourself all week. Are you a silverback <sighs> gorilla? <laughs> Are you a zoo creature? Oi, I haven't released myself is like. Oh, the way a serial killer talks. Yeah, it's not a good look. This is, he used a tough <laughs> phrase. Like if someone. So diplomatic. Ah, it's been so Jared. long since I've released myself. That it's not a good look. Not a good look. Here's the thing. No. I. Maybe he was so horny he forgot to how to talk like a normal person. Like we all have. Yes. We all have people either degraded or they progressed. There's no fucking in between with the quarantine brain. Well, and that's true. Clearly, too. this man is like he's like two steps in on the evolutionary chart at this point. I mean, Homeboy this sentence. Went back a lot. This sentence, like, there's no way to make it sound not creepy. It could be the person you love the most. I also haven't released myself all week, so I'm aggressively horny. Like, it sounds like the cum is about to come out of his eyes. Like, what? And this is why women, why we crave details, because you mother, this is so fucking vague. And he did, he, and here's the other thing to like give him. I don't think he read that out loud and sent it to a friend. I don't think, and it, it, I don't think a friend was like, "Dude, do you want to sound that way? That sounds that's crazy." What you just yeah, wrote, like we don't like. You know, I need a second draft, bro. You want to like, you want to be careful. Like you might want. I'm aggressively horny. Like, I if I were her, honestly, after that, I'd be like, "I'm good. F- find your way. Block." Yeah, that, that's, well, that's where I'm at. I'm like, I, bye. Let's go to the email, uh, the text. What, is, okay. what does she say? Uh, that was a lot of information. Ha ha. This is something that also as a woman, like the ha ha's and the LOL's, it's amazing when you start taking those out and just being more direct, mm. how better the communication gets. Because we mm-hmm. do the ha ha's and the LOL's as like a validating thing. Like, cause she's right. It was a lot of information, mm-hmm. but she didn't feel confident saying that. So she went ha ha. She softened it, and, and and I get why. I understand. She That's what we do it. with all text and like, lol, ha stop. ha ha. We, I, I mean, we don't need I to mean, soften he writes it. Back. I mean, go go ahead with her text. I haven't. I literally have not even gotten any further. Okay, hope you get some alone time when you get home. So she softened it, and then when you can do that whole releasing on your own. So yep. then he, he he does laughing face emoji. He's uncomfortable. He's trying to soften his own blow. Definitely running blow. late. And then he writes, getting into should be there in 45. Uh, your game doesn't go. If you're getting into blank, should be there in 45 if your game doesn't go to OT. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Game's still going on. I also took shots. I can't safely drive. Smart. I'm so sorry. Smart, smart, so- smart. We'll go to the last text, and that's number six, which is the fifth in the in the order. Okay, let's see. 
He does laughing face emoji, but also crying face emoji. Got it. I Got think it. my yep. grad student will get me. Can you grab an Uber? An Uber? I'm sorry. I'll figure something out. Looks like those rally shots are working. He's back to the game. It's back to the game. I'm so sorry. The game is still is still going too. And he writes, "Let's go." Hey, I'm sorry. I suck tonight. Now, there's way too many apologies, though. Can I say that? I get why she's doing it. I I, I get it. She's just trying to like get them back to where they were. But the you know the the genie's out of the bottle. The you know the the released is out of the, you know, the released, you know, like he, yeah. you know, he can't, we can't walk it back from my, I need to release myself. You can't yeah, walk no, it back on to the me. train. Yeah. So she goes, Hey, I'm sorry. I suck tonight. I hope you made it home. Okay. Yeah. My student dropped me off and that's the end of the conversation. So what do you think? Do you think she overreacted? Do you think they can still be friends? No, no, she should not talk to this individual again. Yeah. Um, this guy, he, you were creepy. never friends. It's like, no, you were never friends. And obviously you were never friends. And that it goes, all these things, Jared, you know what they all have in mm -hmm. common to me? Unmet expectations mm -hmm. and unexpressed expectations. And I think women, we think we, it's really hard to do the friendship casual thing. Mm -hmm. We think we can. And sometimes women will downgrade themselves because they want to be the cool girl. They, they don't want to, you know, put their needs first because they don't want to scare men away. So they do the whole friendship thing when they really do want something more meaningful and and, mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that's what all women want i'm saying a very specific type of woman and i think that and i'm not saying this is what she wants this is just something that a lot of women do or like oh well i'll forsake what i want to keep him around ew mm. why yeah i i think it also goes the other way in her situation it seems like she's like okay friend bucket and in his mind this has always been vague they, that's what they called me in high school Friend bucket. <laughs> so stupid. Good old friend bucket. That friend bucket over there. No, I, I, I think she has said she when they amicably and in his mind he's like, no, that's a woman who has said yes to my naked body before, and I'm gonna keep up with her because maybe we will see each other's naked body again in the future, and I don't mind just being friends. Until right. that time comes. Shot. And then he, he shot, shot his shot, shot in, the, in a very no weird way. And He's I got think, no game. I think what she needs to do is say, I, I think if she wants to like close this door, there's an opportunity to text him and go, hey, I felt uncomfortable with your text. You are a friend to me. You obviously, obviously we are not seeing each other the same way. I'm going to end this relationship as it is because I need to know who are my real friends and who are people claiming to be my friends and then kind of treating me as like a hookup booty call at a, at a time of night that I, I, I don't know what it is. I can't deal with this vagueness because he wants vague I, relationships. Yeah. I think a woman should only verbalize a closure if it will actually help her with the closure. Mm. I think a lot of women, you know, you, you've got to really figure that out for yourself. I don't think everyone d needs to have, um, a conversation. I don't think it even needs a lot of details. I've, you know what my closure is? You're blocked. You don't yeah. get access. That's, yeah. that's my closure. But I'm a type of person where I don't need to have avenues open. I won't go back. So if you're somebody who, and I have been this person where you, 
you know yourself enough to know that you'll still access that. Like you'll, mm. you know, we all get lonely and we all want like validation. If you know, you'll still want to talk to this guy, then you got to find a way to shut this shit off because it's so toxic. It's so unhealthy to keep these sort of like little shitty streams open that don't really give you any sustenance or anything. And, and, and not this, even fun. This motherfucker's no. not even fun. You're not even and, getting dick. You're not this, going out and having fun. And this text was an action. This was the Scooby-Doo. He took his mask off and he was like, ah, I need to be released. And you're like, okay, gonna put you aside and we are gonna say goodbye to this. But you could say goodbye in so many different ways. Like you said, it can just yeah. be a block and nothing said or it can yes. be something said. It can go both. I totally agree with you. You know, there's people in my life and I've been the person where I won't say anything so that I can keep it open so that I could say something down the road to reopen it. Mm. And that's no good. It doesn't go anywhere good. So if you do, if you know yourself that you would go back, you might want to do like how you're saying where you express yourself clear. You don't even need a lot, like maybe two sentences. Make it like yeah. a quick little log line of this doesn't work for me. Wish you the best. Bye. Peace. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast Jim, at Jim, gmail.com. Jessamay, thank you so much. This is fantastic. What a what an amazing episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Everyone go follow Your face Jessamay. is adorable. Uh, I like the way oh, your mouth moves you. when you talk. <laughs> it goes against what you're saying and it, it's, sure. it, it pulls you right in. It draws you right <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Everyone go follow Jessamay at Jessamay Peluso. Jessamay.com for tour dates. 420 West Palm. 5-4 Bourbon Room in LA. Netflix is a joke festival. Sharp Ton Podcast. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Keep sending them in. Back next episode. Boom. <laughs>